Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more linebacker has been one of the best position groups for the indianapolis colts over the past few seasons but until that big question mark about number 53 is answered the colts are probably going to be a little bit concerned about how the middle of their defense is going to attack the 2023 season will the colts linebacking core be okay let's talk about it Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation uh, on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined as always by my colleague and fellow writer at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, uh, we're now less than two weeks until Colts football is back, until we see players on the field at Grand Park and Westfield. Man, I'm pumped. I can't wait for training camp to be here, and and I know you feel the same. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good. Uh, again, I, I was we were talking about it's almost Saturday, so that's or uh, Friday, so that's fantastic. Um, but also, yes, it's 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 a wonderful thing because everybody's are. I mean, everybody's obviously excited for this. You know, anybody that's an NFL fan. But when your team is so young and so unknown, and you're like, I just want to see this guy who's this Richardson fella. Like everybody's bite, like they're chomping at the bit to get ready to see this team and what they're going to look like, the mistakes they're going to make, the big plays they're going to make, that sort of thing, just to kind of shape their mentality on what they might see week one. 
training camp is just going to be really fun to see with this new oh, yeah. team, new coaching staff, new quarterback, obviously. It's going to be fun to take it all in and, and really see how this team is shaping up heading into the season. We're already starting out this episode with a bang because Inside the Shoe <laughs> has a super chat. How are we doing? Let's go Colts. Inside the Shoe, a loyal supporter. Thank you so much for all of your support. You're one of the real ones. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, and tonight... As we go through our positional previews, we're diving into the linebacker position, uh, a position that, like I said, had some, has had some really good players for the Colts over the past few seasons, but with all the questions surrounding Shaquille Leonard, uh, it's, it's one of the bigger question marks for this team heading into the season. But before we dive into all that, if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and follow us on all of our social media. Go ahead, like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell. So, you know, whenever Drake and I are going live, because guys, like I said, Training camp is right around the corner. We're going to have a lot of new content coming up. And I just checked it. Our subscriber numbers right before this episode started were about five short, five five away from 1.5K. So if you guys could help Ooh. us out there, uh, that'd be really appreciated. And if you can't catch us live on YouTube and you still want to see the Horseshoe Huddle podcast, no worries. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there as well. So go, go ahead and subscribe there and leave us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. We've got more people in the chat. We've got Deep is here with the nice derp. Uh, good to see you, Deep. <laughs> Wyatt Law, a loyal supporter as well. I'm afraid we may have to prepare ourselves for life without Shaq Leonard playing football for our Colts anymore. Last season was just a dry run, he thinks. And then Scott Dillon, uh, over from the mile high showing you guys the love live in indie keep up the good work really appreciate you scott so yeah, thank that's, you and 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 wyatt that's what we're going to talk about tonight we're diving in to the linebacker position and and really until until we really see Shaq leonard out there on the field that's going to be the question mark it will he be able to return and and are the colts going to have their hundred million dollar linebacker out there playing the way the maniac has played over over the past five six years since the colts drafted him in 2018 um and and until he goes out there and, and kind of proves that he can play back at his at his normal level drake that's really that's really going to be the one of the biggest questions in my opinion for this Colts defense and it's and it's one that I think really needs to be answered right away so let's do it let's dive right in what are your expectations for Shaquille Leonard and do you think that the Colts should be concerned uh, about where he is and and if he can return to his all pro form I'll just go ahead and punt on that uh, first one. I have no idea because it's been so murky, misty. Mm -hmm. He feels good, but everyone's going to say that, you know, uh, it's a career that they've worked their entire lives for. They're not just going to be like, yeah, I'm not good. I need to retire. Like they're not mm -hmm. going to do that. So it's hard to say. Um, but here's the thing. I full, I don't fully expect because it's a nerve issue, but I, mostly expect him to be ready by three or by week three or four. You know, I, I do think he is going to sit out those first couple games. I think they're going to be absolutely cautious. Look, the Colts aren't, I'm not saying they couldn't play for a Super Bowl. maybe week 10, they're, you know, eight and two or whatever. Okay. Or, or uh, seven and two or whatever. If there's a buy, 
but more than likely they're not playing for a Super Bowl. So they're going to be looking at Shaq Leonard's situation like, okay, we don't have to push the gas down on this guy. We can make absolutely sure our superstar defender is ready. So I think even if he is ready by week one, they still sit him and be absolutely sure. I think that he will immediately be the biggest factor for Indy um, at the linebacker position on defense because he is just such a dynamic playmaker. And I do think he is going to reassert his role as the defensive captain of the team and really be calling the shots, making the plays and, you know, kind of dictating the changes in the audibles for the defense. Yeah. One, one thing I, I want to kind of get get out in front of this too. And I, and I see a lot of people saying that it's going to be an Andrew Luck 2.0 situation with, with Shaq Leonard. And, and that's, that's just simply not the case. Number one is because just the makeup of these players is different for, for Andrew Luck football, wasn't everything, you know, he, he had interest outside of football. He, he, he really didn't life his life wasn't dictated on what he did on the football field now for Shaquille Leonard Shaquille Leonard football is his everything I mean outside of his his wife and his and his kids obviously and and family is really important to him but but he lives and dies playing football and and there hasn't been one one iota in him that has wanted to retire I mean, when the Colts spoke to him last this offseason and asked him if if he was thinking about retiring before, I think it was Stephen Holder of ESPN who asked him the question before he could even get that question out or Kevin Bowen, one of the two, uh, Shaq emphatically, emphatically said, no, I am not retiring. And and I, I think there is cause for optimism here. I, I know that, that obviously it's not going to be we're not going to feel better about Shaquille Leonard until we see him out there on the field. But he said he's already feels better than he did at any point in the entire 2022 season. And he was out there and he played. So as far as him being out there, being able to go and play, I think he could go and play right now. The question is, is he at that level where he, he can feels like he can go out there and make an impact. I think that's the big thing that we're waiting on because it's a nerve issue and because it's with the back and and around the spinal cord and things are just so iffy. I don't think that, that Leonard wants to go out there until he is 100% and he feels like he can go out there and positively impact the team. Because even though he was out there last year, he said he felt like he was slow and he felt like he was hurting the team. And I don't think he wants to go out there and do that again, just because he, he feels like he's letting his, his entire team down. You have Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed who can step up. He does. He doesn't want to push things and and go out there and hurt the team when when there's guys that can be out there that can actually help the team. Yeah, and you're you're kind of looking at at last season, and there were just times where you just felt like you know he's he's a little slower than what he usually is, and the fact that he was playing through some pain in twenty uh, twenty one and was still able to have eight forced fumbles and eight passes defensed and three fumble recoveries and one hundred and twenty two tackles. I mean, the guy the guy clearly can play even when he's not one hundred percent. But like you said, uh, he's not going to go out there until he knows for absolute fact that there's no setbacks that he's mentally ready to play because he's been going through this issue so he's mentally wanting to be focused on that not okay if i explode too quickly is my back gonna hurt he doesn't want to be thinking about that sort of thing because that's when a pass goes right past your head and it's a touchdown 
Right, exactly. Logan Schmidt is here. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, thanks for joining us. And Deep has a really good comment as well. Deep says he's also had around eight months to recover from surgery as opposed to last season when he had his surgery in June 2022 and then tried playing in October. So that's a very good, good point. point. Yeah. And and I think this this what what's so huge about this is he that second surgery he said after that second surgery he almost felt it immediately that that things had changed he had that feeling that the nerves down through his leg into his ankle were firing again but at the same time this is when you have a nerve surgery or an injury like this when you have that surgery it basically takes all the muscle away and you have to start basically from square one and have to rebuild the muscle in that cap and and that's basically what he has been doing he's been trying to rebuild that muscle so that way he can get the explosion back he can feel like he's playing uh, like himself again and and am i concerned that he hasn't been out there for otas or anything like that no i'm not because OTAs don't really matter in a sense for for Shaquille Leonard. Now, if we get closer to the end of training camp and he's still out there, then yeah, I think there should be cause for concern. But as we get closer and closer to training camp, I'm sure there's going to be a ramp up period because he hasn't played football in almost an entire year. So they're not just going to be throw him out there and have him go 100% from day one. He's going to slowly come along, in my opinion, and, and then we'll see. I, I like the timeline that you put, maybe th- week three, week four. We'll, we'll just kind of have to see how he progresses. But but I think the Colts are going to take a very measured approach with this and and not, not force him out there before the doctors feel he's ready and Shaq Leonard himself feels that he's ready to go. Yeah, and let's say that um, kind of like what I said earlier, and we, we both you kind of um, reflected it too that this is a team that's not out. Look, they're not expecting to even make the playoffs. Okay, so like th- this is a team that's if if we backtrack this and let's say that right now is twenty twenty two, Matt Ryan comes to the Colts, and and Shaq Leonard's coming off of playing only three games. Okay, then they're like, all right, we really want him out there. You might see a little bit more of a push, okay? But this team is not in win-now mode. They are in win-now mode for two, three years from now. Ursay said it. Ballard has said it. This team is what it's going to become. This is just the first step. So Leonard's not going to be shoved out there and, and told, hey, this is a Super Bowl team. We need to help. You need, you need to help us get to that point. We have another super chat here from the GOAT, Logan Schmidt. Logan, thank you so much for the super chat. Logan says, I'm not worried, not unless he misses training camp. And, and Logan, that's where I'm at, too. Yep. If 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 Shaq Leonard misses all of training camp and we still haven't seen him on the field at all, then, yeah, I, I'm going to be a little nervous because we still, after almost a year, he's not even practicing yet or, or we haven't even seen him taking those small steps to get back on the field, then, yeah, I, I think it is cause for concern that's why over these next couple months is going to be so crucial for the return of Shaquille Leonard are we going to see him day one in training camp I don't know about that but are we going to see him after the first couple weeks in training camp the Colts trying to slowly ramp him up that's that's kind of what I like to see if he's not ready by week one I'm not necessarily going to be too concerned about that 
but I do want to see them see the Colts start to slowly ramp up Shaquille Leonard for me to feel really good about where where the all pro linebacker is going to be so that way he can get out there and 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 be the heart and soul of this of this Colts defense like he has been uh, over the last five to six years so Logan again thank you so much for the super chat buddy uh, we really appreciate it and, and obviously we're a huge fan of yours as well so so Drake we already kind of caught kind of talked about the huge question mark the elephant in the room uh about Shaquille Leonard but but mm-hmm. what do you think his impact is going to be for this Colts team this year obviously you think he's going to play I think I think he's going to play as well so what do you think his impact is going to be so I think his impact um let's just say you know we'll, we'll, we'll go obviously from when he's out there he's gonna call he's gonna continue to cause turnovers he has an innate sense of where to be when in the passing lanes. He knows how to get him his body in between those passing lanes and just completely throw off quarterbacks. He's got, he's also going to allow others to have opportunities because it's going to open up up um, big one like big chances for EJ Speed to potentially make a big play in the run attack. Um, and that Zaire Frank, Franklin's a, a pretty good cor- uh, cover linebacker, so he could make plays. So look for Leonard to kind of get some opportunities open for other defensive players. And I do think his leadership ability will continue to be second to none. The guy is you're going to see a total – I think you're going to see an even almost if, – if anyone's a Dragon Ball Z fan, Super Saiyan version of the personality of what Shaq Leonard's going to be because this is a guy that didn't get to be out there and he was still losing his mind on the sidelines sometimes. Wait wait for him to get back out there after this long injury, after there's been people which you know he doesn't like, people that have talked him down and analysts who have said this is it, this is, this is the last of Shaq Leonard. This is going to be a fired-up man, and that – alone is going to impact the defense yeah i think i think when he's out there this this colts defense is just different it just is and and the colts to go from having being second in the league in forced turnovers in 2020 2021 uh, with almost 40 the Colts forced almost 40 turnovers in Jeez. in 2021 and they were towards the bottom of the in the league last year in in forced turnovers a lot of that was because Shaquille Leonard was not on the field. He's the playmaker for this defense. And, and with Stefan Gilmore now gone, having two, having rookie cornerbacks in there, uh, it's just you, you need to have your playmaker out there. So when Shaq Leonard is out there, the Colts defense will have, will generate more turnovers. I think that's not only a focus for this entire defense as a whole, but the, the the coaching staff just knows when Shaq Leonard is out there that that turnovers are more prevalent. That's just exactly. the kind of the type of player he is. Now the imp, the impact for Shaq Leonard, I think, is when he. I think when he is out there, obviously he is going to make an impact like that. But again, we we just got to wait. It's it's almost like a wait and see approach because we have to get him out there, and he ha- we have to see if he can return to that Pro Bowl All Pro form, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it doesn't help that with that the comments that Jim Irsay made on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week, where it says he could play this season. He's, he's on his way. We'll have to see. And, and I don't think Jim Irsay was, was talking in a, in a way that's, that was making it seem like he could miss the season. I just think with, again, with, it's just what we've been talking about the whole time. 
nerve injuries are just freak things and each every injury of this type is different so it isn't like a torn acl where it's like okay nine months and the guy's gonna come back and and be good as new practically nerve issues are just so so different for everybody i mean it could take a little bit and 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 he can come back and be just fine or he could never be that same player again we're just not gonna know unfortunately until he gets back onto that field but I think even even if he is 95% of what he could be, that's still a top 10 linebacker in the NFL. And, and I think it really changes how this defense plays. It allows this defense to give more opportunities for the offense to go and score. And, and I think it really is something that, that the Colts are looking forward to, to having back. We do have another super chat here from Tyson Trotter. Thank you so hey. much, Tyson, for all the support. And he asked a really good question. Uh, Drake, I'll let you answer this one first. Do you think they should have drafted a linebacker? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely – that's that's probably – because I love the Colts draft. That's the one thing that I thought, like, why didn't you get – you guys had 12 picks. Why didn't you at least get, like, a late, like, day day two, day, you know, even a day three guy? Mine was Cam Jones from Indiana, actually. I thought that would have been a perfect pick. But, hey, I guess it's trust that you got to trust the process. We're not inside the rooms. We're not evaluating everything. But yeah, I definitely thought they should have got a linebacker. Yeah, I think I think if the the draft board would have fell the right way, um, then I, I think sure, I think they should have drafted a linebacker. What them not drafting a linebacker says to me, though, or with them not being as aggressive to go get a linebacker in free agency. That tells me that the Colts, I think that shows that the Colts really do have a lot of confidence in their in their linebacking core. Not number one with Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed to go in there and and play at a high level, even with Shaq Leonard not not on the field. But I also think it shows the confidence that they have that that Shaquille Leonard is going to be just fine. And Shaquille Leonard is going to come back. He is going to play again and he is going to be a valuable contributor to this team. So I, I think if the Colts were really concerned that the Shaquille Leonard's days as an Indianapolis Colt were numbered and he wasn't going to make it back out onto the field, I, I do think uh, there would have been a higher priority placed on the linebacker position. But just watching this team's actions throughout this, this offseason kind of tells me that they believe that Shaq Leonard is on the way to returning and, and all things are pointing to him making a full recovery and becoming that linebacker that, that he was. Um, so for me, that's encouraging. And that's kind of what I've been holding on to as, as a really a big sticking point and why I'm not as concerned uh, for that Shaq Leonard's going to, whether he returns or not. I mean, hey, I could be wrong, but just the Colts' actions signify they believe that Shaq Leonard will be back uh, and will be at full strength. So, Tyson, we really appreciate that question okay, and appreciate the super chat. Uh, really, really thank you for your support. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now we're going to move it along to 
maybe the best uh, linebacker, probably the best linebacker for the Colts last season in Zaire Franklin. And what a story Zaire Franklin has, Drake. I mean, a seventh round pick in the 2018 NFL draft. He was not even a lock to make the team made the team, worked his way up to be a special teams captain, worked his way into the starting lineup last year because Shaq Leonard was out for most of the season. And what did he do? He just went out there and broke the franchise record for most tackles in a single season. So what are your expectations for number 44, Zaire Franklin, as he heads into the 2023 season? Yeah, I there's – very high expectations now, you know, like uh, even in his rookie season, he still had 29 tackles. Now, did he play on the field? I mean, yes, but he was also just ridiculously efficient in special teams, which goes to show you that the Colts trust that process. If they think a guy needs to get a start on special teams for a long-term solution, this right here is the blueprint. This guy is absolutely the blueprint. So was Isaiah Rogers Sr., another guy that Special teams really brings out some some stars sometimes, but my expectations is or uh, are, are that he's going to continue to produce at a high level even with Leonard. He might even over, he might even overshoot the efficiency of what he can do. Maybe not all the tackles. Uh, I do expect fewer than 167 tackles because that's almost 10 a game. Um, but potentially more turnovers potentially more big plays. Maybe they use him in different ways when Shaq Leonard's out there. Maybe they can move him into more passing lanes instead of having to put all the responsibility of being the head linebacker on him because he won't be. So um, those are two expectations, and there's a bunch of others just because he broke that single-season tackle record, um, which is interesting because we just talked about the guy who previously had it. Yeah, I don't I don't think Zaire Franklin is going to reach that same number of tackles, but hey, that's because it was a record breaking performance. That's not the norm. Uh, yeah. But but I do I, I think the Colts are really are really solid with with Zaire Franklin. I think he is very underrated. I think last year kind of put the league on notice and and the the deal that the Colts got it for signed him last year to a 3 year 12 million dollar deal. So this Zaire Franklin's only making 4 million dollars and he's out there becoming one of the cornerstones <laughs> for this Colts defense. It's it's really something Crazy. else, but he's an incredible leader for this team. Uh, uh still one of the team captain, one of the biggest voices for this team and and I've had the opportunity to speak with Zaire Franklin on multiple occasions one of the nicest guys in that entire locker room Zaire Franklin is an absolute joy to speak to as a person to cover uh as a writer and and as a as a reporter for this team and and I just love the energy that Zaire Franklin brings to this defense he's just an a-plus human being but my expectations is the Colts are gonna be just fine with Zaire Franklin out there so he'll probably slide over to where Bobby O'Karake played last season as that as that will linebacker while Shaq Leonard plays the mic so and and I think there's going to be opportunities for for Zaire there he's probably going to have some more opportunities and coverage uh that's going to be interesting to see uh, I know it's something he he was working on and showed some promise towards the end of the year but it's something he's been working on throughout the uh, uh throughout the offseason so my expectation is another solid year for Zaire Franklin and and the thing about it is too is with Zaire Franklin's out there well, he may not be a superstar as a linebacker, you don't have to worry about that linebacker position because he's going to go out there, do his job, and do his job well. Look, given the year that 2022 was, for that man to be considered a you know package piece or a special teamer, 
um, to walk in and break the single season record uh, held by a guy that many regard as over the past five years, some regard him as the best linebacker in the league. The guy plays like it when he's hot for him to walk in there and do everything that he did, given the year that it was with all the changes that happened and how much the defense had to do for the team. That is absolutely the perfect sample size that tells you this guy's fine. This guy was meant to be a starter and he was meant to be out there with the best of them. My beautiful wife, Danielle, with her uh, weekly or episode, Yay. every episode, super sticker. Thank you so much um, to my beautiful wife, Danielle. Now, Drake, uh, I think my, my biggest question mark for Zaire Franklin heading into the season is he's no longer going to be under the radar. Teams know about Zaire Franklin and, and know what he's capable of. So when he has more attention put on to him by these offensive coordinators that will be preparing for the Colts this season, how is he going to do? Uh, I mean, he's under the spotlight more, so that means not only are teams going to try to pick apart his weaknesses, but they're going to try to go at them and, and really expose those. So how can he kind of really combat that, I think is going to be huge for him this season because of that extra attention. He's really going to need to be on his P's and Q's because those offensive coordinators and and are, try, are trying to find what weaknesses they can exploit with Zaire Franklin. And and typically when you have that bigger that a big of a season like that puts that target on your back so can he really adjust to that and 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 show that that he has worked on those weaknesses and then does not just become a liability all of a sudden uh in the middle of that Colts defense yeah and another a couple other questions you know was 2022 an outlier now I right. I've got all the confidence I've got all the confidence in Zaire Franklin I mean you and I watched every game that guy can play, right? But mm -hmm. the thing is, is he going to be able to replicate this again? You know, it's you've only had one year. You have to ask it. That's a must. You have to ask that question. What will he also, what's it going to look like when he's not the biggest factor at linebacker? Now, I totally understand that with a lesser role, what he did with an increased role, you kind of think the logic says, well, he's going to be just fine. Well, we'll just have to see what he looks like when he's not the man out there doing everything. Does he have to get adjusted? Kind of like you said, now that a target's on his back, our team's going to target him way more. How's he going to adjust to that? You know, how's he going to cover tight ends? He didn't have to do it as much last season. He's going to have to do it way more this time because they're going to go after him and make sure that he can still do that. Um, and this one's a little bit more positive. Can he get a Pro Bowl year? You know, can he potentially get a Pro Bowl year? Because I thought, I mean, the guy, the team was so bad that it's no wonder nobody but Quentin Nelson got a Pro Bowl nod, but he really played like one. I mean, if they have seven, eight wins, he's probably a Pro Bowler. I'd agree. Now, what do you think his impact is going to be this season? Because I, th I think if, if Shaq Leonard isn't out there, he's obviously that number one linebacker. But if Shaq Leonard is out there and performing like the maniac we, we've seen from the past, uh, then he's not going to be that main linebacker. So what do you think his impact is going to be with this Colts team? Still think he's going to be a, a big piece of that defense. One of the biggest for sure. Um, he's very important to what they can do. And I do think he can move all over the field as far as his athleticism. He's a very good coverage linebacker. Um, if Again, if Leonard's out there, I think his impact is going to be more on the side. He'll still get over 100 tackles. I think that's happening. But I think he's going to get more passes broken up. He's going to get more interceptions. And he's going to have a chance to potentially, you know, maybe cough a couple uh, footballs onto the ground. I mean, people are going to be focused on Leonard still more than anybody. So, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of factors in, but I think he's going to get way more interceptions. 
Yeah, Wyatt Law has a quick question. Does Zaire have the green dot on his helmet? For those of you that don't know what the green dot means, the player on the defensive side of the ball that has the mic in his helmet that gets the play calls in from the head coach uh, or from the defensive coordinator, that they have the green dot on their helmet. And when when Zaire is out there, I think he had it last year, uh, the green dot but when Shaq Leonard is the one on the field the the calls go through Shaq Leonard and he gets everybody lined up so I think if, if Shaq isn't out there Zaire will have the green dot but when Shaq is out there uh, Shaq will retake over that green dot uh, and be the one that gets everybody lined up on the defensive side of the ball so uh, good question Wyatt but yeah I, I still think Zaire Franklin is going to have a big impact on this defense he's still going to be one of the lead voices still going to be a captain um, and and he's just one of the glue guys he keeps this defense together he's he's a very smart football player he's going to make sure that that everybody is lined up correctly he's going to make sure that the Colts don't don't do stupid mistakes um so desire franklin is just a really solid good linebacker to have in your room uh i would again he's not a superstar linebacker uh but but he's a very good linebacker where you go into the game and you're thinking you know what that mike that will linebacker position I don't need to worry about that because I know Zaire Franklin is going to be on his P's and Q's. He's going to go out there and play as a professional, and he's just going to go out there and get the job done. And and I think that's what we can expect from Zaire Franklin, and everything on top of that is just gravy. And and I think he can be be the leading tackler once again or or the second leading tackler uh he's gonna have a big impact in the middle of that defense and i think the colts are just per- perfectly fine with having zaire franklin as one of their starting linebackers uh for 2023 and beyond yeah and he's he's a heck of a even if he's not the main guy he is a heck of an addition to have with a superstar like Shaq leonard so like you said any linebacker any linebacking core would love to have Zaire Franklin in the NFL. I promise you that. Exactly. Wyatt Law asks a very good question. Did Stats Matt have permission to be absent tonight? No, no he did not. Uh, I, I, I asked Stats Matt if he was coming on tonight, and he said no. He was in a, a softball tournament. So I guess I guess his priorities uh, are really showing through, that this show is not as important as a softball tournament. So he better, <laughs> he better get his butt back here next week is all I have to say. Better hit but, a home run. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, Drake, let's move along to uh, – the the third linebacker we're really going to dive into tonight and and one that i think is on the cusp of possibly having a breakout season and that's ej speed uh ej speed was brought back to the colts on a on a new i think it was a a three-year or a two-year deal uh about eight million per for for uh ej speed so uh well earned Uh, i think again another guy that came from a small school was way up through team's ladder became one of the best special teams players for the Colts and he showed last year that when another when since Shaq was out if Bobby O'Karake had to go out if Zaire Franklin had to go out whoever went down EJ Speed was that next man up that next linebacker to go in there and and he played admirably when he had the opportunities yeah, and one of the things that really stood out to me uh, was his ability to just find the running back. He was an incredibly good run defender. Um, and, you know, before that, you had seen little spurts of him. So it was kind of nice to see him get an opportunity and kind of nice to see him show out with it, too. If I remember correctly, he was one of the best run graded run defenders, according to Pro Football Focus last season. Mm-hmm. So what do you expect out of uh, EJ Speed in this after getting that new contract? 
Bobby Okereke is no longer with the Colts, so EJ Speed is going to have more opportunities. What are you expecting out of number 45? I expect career highs again in tackles and definitely tackles for loss. I think they're going to send him as a berserker sometimes with two coverage, with two guys who can cover like Franklin and like Leonard. Um, you know, you can definitely send EJ Speed into the backfield and make big plays. I think he's going to be the best linebacker against the run. I do think he's going to continue to do that because with more uh, with more opportunities, I think he's going to make more plays in the backfield. Um, and I do think he's going to get clearly far more starting snaps. So that might actually set career highs in far more places than just tackles for loss and tackles overall. So look for EJ speed to really surprise you uh, with, with, with some additional snap counts. It's going to be interesting to see him out there with uh, Franklin and Leonard. I want to give a shout out one more time to Scott Dillon says, got to run. Everyone remember to like share and subscribe to the horse. You huddle Scott doing the Lord's work. Really appreciate you. And blue nation. Glad to see you in the chat as well. But, but Drake, I think those are really good points. Uh, I, I would expect a, a much bigger role for, for EJ speed. And, and if Shaq Leonard can't go, Who's going to be that next man up? It's going to be EJ Speed starting alongside Zaire Franklin. And I already talked about how uh, I think the Colts didn't go out and sign a linebacker or draft a linebacker because, number one, they have confidence that Shaq Leonard can return to his old form. Uh, number two, the, the the confidence they have in that linebacking group. Well, it, within that number two point, that confidence in EJ speed to go in and step up and be that linebacker that if he needs to fill in and, and take a really a large role within a pinch, EJ speed is ready to do that. That's why they gave him the contract that they did because I, and if you want to talk about, should they have went out and signed a free agent linebacker, EJ speed technically is that free agent linebacker that they went out and signed. They just brought back their own. So they're, they're ready for him to have an extended role if, if, if needed. And, and that, I don't think that necessarily he, he, will only be in there if Shaq Leonard isn't I think you can use EJ speed in a variety of different ways if the Colts want to go with their base 4-3 defense and have that third linebacker EJ speed's going to be the one out there um, I would expect career highs across the board for EJ speed just because I think he's going to get more playing time more opportunities to go out there and and really show what he can do so that that's going to be exciting for for a young player who has really grinded within the Colts system has a impress this front office impress this coaching staff i remember talking to gus bradley last season in training camp and he had a, a lot of very good things to say about ej speed and speed back those up throughout the season so he's he's definitely earned this shot in my opinion so as we go into this though i think there's a outside of the injury concerns and and questions for shaq leonard most of the questions surround EJ Speed and really what he can do in this extended role. So what are your big questions for Speed this season? You know, uh, he started five games last year. So is he a starting caliber linebacker for all 17? You know, is he going mm -hmm. to respond to that limelight and that big responsibility bump up? Uh, can he be better in pass coverage? If he cannot, he could be a liability for the defense because while he is destructive almost with the run he really needs to improve his pass coverage you know mm -hmm. it's kind of similar to will fries with his run blocking as opposed to his pass blocking one's good one's not good at all so he needs to improve that and like franklin what will he look like with leonard in the mix you know i 
I'm not saying that he's going to get worse, but it's just going to be interesting to see how does he respond now with more playing time with a starting role and with Leonard there. It's going to be interesting. I, for one, do think he's going to, like you said, set career highs across the board, but you also never know until it happens. Right, and and you took the, you took my biggest question. It's it's how can he go? How can he play in coverage? Because in coverage last season he was a liability, and if he's going to be asked to to be more than just a uh, a early down linebacker or a, a career special teams guy, if he really wants to take that next step and be considered a starter, he's got to improve as a coverage linebacker, especially with the way the NFL is going. If if you want to be out there on, on most downs as a linebacker, you got to be able to cover, and you got to be able to cover not only in your little area, you have to be able to cover sideline to sideline against some really, really athletic tight ends uh, that the NFL has to offer. So that is my biggest question. I think if EJ Speed can take his coverage ability to the next level, I think he should be pretty okay. But what do you see his impact being with this defense next season? Again, a lot of question marks. Will Shaq Leonard be out there? Will EJ Speed take a lot of the, uh, the starting majority snaps? What do you see his impact being? Uh, again, I think that he's going to continue to be huge against the run and sealing the edge from the linebacker spot. Um, I think with him being so good against the run, it may allow Franklin and Leonard to kind of be more active in the passing game. So uh, again, two guys who can cover like that with three starting linebackers, you can potentially send one. So maybe he doesn't need to pass cover as much, but I promise you if he is out there, and an, and an offense is about to throw the ball, they might try to slide somebody over so that he's forced to take them on. So um, I, I do think that his impact is going to be bigger, let's say, if he can also pass cover. Yeah, I think I think for me, what I expect out of EJ Speed and his impact is I think EJ Speed, as, as a number three linebacker, I, I think the Colts are in a really good spot. Now, if he has to start for the majority of the season – then I think you're going to be, I, I'm not going to be in that wait and see approach. Uh, th- I think the Colts think he's ready, but can he go out there and sustain that for, for multiple weeks in a row? I think it's going to be a learning experience. Uh, and, and I think that he has the potential to, to do that, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see if he can actually go out there, put up a type of season that that is a starter caliber. Can he stick with those tight ends? Can't he improve his coverage ability? Can he back up what he did as a run defender last year? It, it's gonna be I, I'm gonna be in that wait and see approach. But I think as a third as a third linebacker in your base as that Sam and, and as a guy that can kind of fill in in a pinch, I feel really good about EJ Speed. And then I hope he proves that he can be play at a starter level and and have starter level consistency throughout the season so those are going to be the three main linebackers for the Colts this season the guys that we can expect to see out there the most on Sundays Shaq Leonard Zaire Franklin EJ Speed but the Colts have a lot of other linebackers that are waiting in the wings I said that Bobby Okereke is is no longer here Bobby Okereke is with the New York Giants so the Colts have a lot of unproven young talent behind these top three Liam Anderson Jojo Doman, Cameron McGrone, Donovan Mutton, Segun Alubi, and Grant Strout, uh, who or Stewart, who was a primarily just a special teams linebacker last season. So with all these guys in mind, Drake, who do you think out of that group is going to have the biggest impact or or show that they belong in this linebacking core for the Colts this season? Yeah, this is this was actually pretty hard because it's like, you know, the, the three that are starters are so 
they're like so set in the position like you right. just don't really think too much about the guys behind them um but i really like i really like the thought of jojo domon getting a little bit more playing time he showed some promise he showed some promise on special teams he's got the kind of build he's like 6'1 230 he's a little bit more of that new age hybrid linebacker so um i, I think it's kind of intriguing i think he's a little bit more of that cover guy um, he's kind of like the opposite of EJ speed where he could probably improve with pursuit and then against the run. But um, I, there's probably going to be two or three of those guys potentially that might get some rotations in, you know what I mean? So that's the name that stuck out to me because last year when they got him, I was pretty intrigued by him then and a little bit more even now. We're on the safe wavelength because from this question, <laughs> immediately it was Jojo Doman for me. Jojo Doman was, again, a guy that stuck around uh, as, a, as a special teamer for the Colts, but the Colts really like Jojo Doman. And, and I think he's definitely a name to watch for all you Colts fans when you're watching these preseason games. Again, wins and losses don't matter, so you want to yeah. watch these players and how they're playing. Watch JoJo Doman, the way he commands the middle of that defense, the way he plays uh, at that middle linebacker position. I, I really am a big fan of JoJo Doman. I think he could be the linebacker four for this group and, and really play at all those positions. Mike, Will, Sam, wherever they need him to be, Jojo Doman, I think, is 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 a sneaky good player for the Colts. So I think he's the one that's going to have the biggest impact. I think Grant Stroud uh, uh, again makes the makes the team for his special teams ability. He he almost led the or he was close to leading the team last year in special teams tackles. So that linebacker position outside of those two has a lot of unknown names. Some undrafted free agents are in that group that could possibly try to make a name for themselves. It's going to be an interesting battle as we go throughout training camp. But Drake, we're here to our final question of the evening with the linebacker group. Give me your depth chart for the linebackers. Who's going to start at the various positions and who's going to be the backups? So, I mean, it's clearly going to be Leonard Franklin speed. Um, but mm -hmm. then guys like guys like Domon, guys like Stewart, guys like uh, Mutton, I, they're going to be right there. They're going to be trusted to be those rotational guys. And I do think that Domon's going to get more of that than the other two. But they're going to have, I'd say, six – I'd say six linebackers. I'd say six linebackers because you have pretty much three starters, three backups. I think they're going to keep that. If anything, they'll have maybe an extra one or two. Okay. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I think that we're going to see Shaq Leonard as the starting Mike linebacker. Zaire Franklin will move over to the starting will that Bobby Okereke uh, had last season. And then you'll see EJ Speed as that starting Sam being able to come in uh, if, if Leonard is down or Franklin is down. EJ Speed will be that next man up. I already said I think JoJo Doman can be that that linebacker four. Uh, I think as for a linebacker six, I'm going to go Grant, Grant Stewart because I think he is primarily just a special teams ad. Yeah. But Donovan Mutton, Donovan Mutton is who I'm going to say could be a sneaky ad as as the linebacker five if the Colts do keep six linebackers. I think in my way too early roster prediction, I had them keeping five, but that I think a lot of sometimes they the Colts in the past have kept six. So, but Donovan Mutton is a name that I think is going to be a fun one to watch throughout training camp, throughout the preseason. So, so keep that name in mind. But again, it all comes full circle. 
If Shaq Leonard is healthy and out there as the maniac, this linebacking group, I, in my opinion, is one of the best in the NFL. And you don't have to worry about this group. If Shaq Leonard isn't out there, then there's going to be a lot of question marks surrounding this group. And I don't think we're going to have any of those answered until the season really rolls around. But I think for all Colts fans, we're pre- and, and really just fans of football in general, we're praying for a recovery for, for Shaq Leonard because football is a lot more fun to watch. And this team is a lot more fun to watch and cover when Shaq Leonard is out there doing what Shaq Leonard does. And that's our show for this evening, guys. Really, really appreciate everybody for tuning in. All the comments in the chat. Want to give a special shout out to our, 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 our super chats tonight from Inside the Shoe, Logan Schmidt, Tyson Trotter, and my beautiful wife, Danielle. Uh, also want to shout out Wyatt Law. Beverly Twin Life was able to jump in. Uh, Rich, Deep, uh, William, Tony, Blue Nation, Scott, all of you guys, Unboxing Mania, we really appreciate all of your support and everybody for watching along. And if you haven't done so already, please, we really appreciate it if you follow us on all of our social medias. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, and subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live. Hit the like button if you enjoyed the episode. Guys, we're going to be bringing you so much more content as the season really is just right around the corner. And if you couldn't catch us live on youtube apple spotify google wherever you get your podcast we're on there as well so make sure you subscribe there just in case you can't catch us live drake i know you've been writing away for horseshoehuddle.com as we all have been uh what's some content that the people can go check out as we're nearing training camp only less less than two weeks now until we actually see real football yeah so i got the offensive and def, uh, defensive depth chart um breakdowns and then jonathan taylor's uh, contract extension could dictate the, the now and the future running back market and then one that i'm going to release um it, either tomorrow or uh, later in the week is going to be anthony richardson and three reasons why he could become the rookie of the year all great articles make sure you go check those out and guys you know me i'm headfirst into rookie files right now so this week uh we had atatomawa atabare uh as as a rookie file pieces out go check that out darius rush has a really fun story and then tomorrow friday morning daniel scott's rookie files piece is going to release so hopefully you guys are all enjoying that series definitely go check those out you can follow drake on twitter at dwalster drake you can follow me at andrew moore nfl and we will be back monday night to talk about the cornerback position and man there's a lot to talk about there oh, all the rookies a, sus- a suspended player that got waived What's going to go on at that cornerback spot? We're going to fill you in and tell you all that we know on Monday night. So for Drake, I'm Andrew. We'll see you then.